0: get up nation my name is ben Bittick i am the creator and host of the get up nation podcast where i serve individuals organizations and societies to develop and sustain resilience and perseverance i'm the co-author of get up the art of perseverance with former major league baseball player and ceo of lurong living adam greenberg the get up nation podcast is brought to you in partnership with got your six coffee.com where Navy veteran Eric Hadley is committed to serving first responders, veterans, and their families through a variety of nonprofit organizations. No stranger to adversity, Eric has fused necessity of coffee with his passion for public service. You're already purchasing coffee. Why not empower your coffee with purpose? Why not purchase coffee that not only has your six, but also has the backs of those who don a uniform of service for our communities and great country. Learn more about Eric and his freshly roasted, award-winning coffee at gotyoursixcoffee.com. Welcome to this episode of the Get Up Nation podcast. Recently, I had the honor and privilege of speaking with Natasha Treniv. She's a digestive health educator who is affectionately known as the mother of probiotics. A 50-year veteran of the health food industry, Natasha is a highly sought-after guest to share her insight, expertise, and innovation in the field of fermented food products and probiotic supplements. She has served as the chairwoman of the Global Institute of Probiotics for over 20 years as a probiotic scholar, developmental scientist, researcher, educator, and health advocate, she's leading the scientific community forward into a deep and rich understanding about probiotic products, probiotic benefits, and their applications for improved human health. Natasha introduced liquid yogurt, Bulgarian style natural yogurt, liquid acidophilus, Kafir and probiotic supplementation to North America in the late 1960s. Her fermented food standards were adopted by two states, and her probiotic labeling standard was accepted by the entire membership of the health food industry in 1989 and read into congressional record in 1995. It is a spectacular honor to speak with Natasha today on Get Up Nation provide her knowledge and insight into digestive health to help us all become more resilient as we seek to overcome our challenges and thrive.
1: Thank you so much. It's a real privilege to do the show with
0: you. Great. Natasha, first off, I just want to express my deep awe and respect for you and your work and how you have advanced our realm of knowledge forward when it comes to digestive health. Your accolades and achievements are tremendous. What led you to possess such a passion for health, science, and relieving the suffering of others?
1: Graduated UCLA in 1970 and my parents had a yogurt business that introduced natural sour Bulgarian yogurt and liquid acidophilus to North America and they needed my help to get the business going because frankly no one knew what we were talking about and as I became involved in the family business I realized how many people were helped not only with their digestive health but with their mental health and uh, I studied my long desire to study the science behind these beneficial bacteria, to figure out a way to concentrate them and deliver them in a way that people can have these beneficial bacteria, uh, whether they want to eat the yogurt or not, or whether they have a bad diet or good diet. But the importance of these beneficial bacteria, which are more part of us than we are with human cells, uh, became my life's passion. Understanding them, how they interact with us, and how... I can improve people's lives by teaching them that digestive health is the key to health in the 21st century. And as Hippocrates so well said, all diseases begin in the gut.
0: Will you help us understand what irritable bowel syndrome is and how it affects people?
1: Yeah, irritable bowel syndrome is just a coined term by a gastroenterologist that uh, describes disruption in the peristalsis or the muscle movement that moves food into waste matter and eliminates from the body. And it's usually caused by an upset of the microbiota or the 100 trillion microbes that line the 27 feet of our GI tract. And this upset causes the digestion of sugars that cause gas and bloating and will lead to diarrhea or constipation depending on the composition of the diet our mental state and so forth. So basically, IBS is a catch-all term that describes any dysfunction of the normal function of the GI tract.
0: And on Get Up Nation, we focus on how individuals, organizations, and societies develop and sustain resilience. Many of my guests have experienced tremendous trauma and adversity in their lives. Many have articulated how traumatic events in their life have affected their digestive health. Will you share why our digestive health is often affected by psychological trauma and stress?
1: Yes, well, it's something that i talked about and people thought I was crazy. It's called the gut-brain axis. In other words, what happens in our microbiome affects our feelings and moods because in the gut, the bacteria will produce serotonin, dopamine, uh, tryptophan, GABA, and other what I call feel-good chemicals, and those are transported by the vagus nerve From the enteric nervous system to the first brain and those are what I call the good feel chemicals. When you have stress, it suppresses the uh, production of new beneficial bacteria in the gut and so it causes this imbalance and this imbalance then reduces the production of these feel-good chemicals that our brain needs to make us feel good and so it becomes a loop. It becomes, you know, our stress diminishes the number of beneficial bacteria And the the less beneficial bacteria we have, the less of the good-feel chemicals get to our brain, and voila, you have depression, anxiety, and gas-bloating, diarrhea, and constipation, and you now have an upset system that we need to bring back into order in order to enjoy our life.
0: And we often think of bacteria in a negative light, but certainly what you're talking about here is the value of various bacteria. Will you tell us a little bit more about the science of what happens in the digestive process that affects us in so many different ways?
1: Just imagine on the 27 feet of the GI tract, you have about 100 trillion microbes that line that GI tract. And in between those microbes that are attached to your intestinal wall, You have about 200 to 600 million neurons, which is part of the enteric nervous system. And then on top of that, you have 70 to 80% of your immune cells lining the same territory. So there becomes something called crosstalk. These three entities communicate with each other and as a result, affect our brain. So what have we done in Western society? We have abused pharmaceutical drugs. We have uh, indulged in too many Antibiotics reduced our food to a very processed, non-complex dietary addition. And so consequently, the diet, the lifestyle, the abuse of uh, antibiotics has led to a profound disturbance of this microbiota that really is an essential communicator with our enteric nervous system and our immune system on the gut and starts a host of symptoms which we identify in the West as a symptom, and then we try to have a drug to that system, not realizing that the best path is to try to establish that balance so that the body can function
0: optimally. One in every five Americans have irritable bowel syndrome. Women are three times more likely to suffer from IBS than men. What are the common IBS triggers that people experience?
1: Stress. You know, people feel stress, and when they feel stress, it affects their peristalsis. That means the muscle movement of the food through the GI tract and potentially through evacuation. And if there's too quick of movement, it becomes diarrhea. And a lot of beneficial bacteria are flushed up with the diarrhea along with some bad ones. And then constipation, which slows down the passage of the food from nourishment into waste and causes a lot of distress. So emotional disturbance, worry, stress. Uh, the lack of understanding of how your life is run, and the diet, especially during the holidays. I want to warn everybody that whenever you overeat, you are causing tremendous damage to yourself because when you overeat, the processing of food becomes very difficult, and the undigested food becomes food for the bacteria that are maybe not so friendly to you and will cause this bloating indigestion and you've heard of the term the holiday blues you start feeling lousy and then that holiday indiscretion will then lead into more problems in the following year and unfortunately none of us are trained to figure out that maybe those indiscretions during the holiday have now led to a problem for the rest of the year and in the future
0: if someone is listening to this right now that has been diagnosed with IBS. What are some of the things they can do today to relieve their symptoms and begin their journey toward digestive health?
1: Well, first of all, they have to change their diet. Now, a low-sugar diet, there's also something called the food map diet, which I will tell you where you can go and find information about the low food food map diet. But basically, it stands for food that is fermentable, like oligosaccharides found in wheat, rye, onion, garlic, leeks, and artichokes other oligosaccharides found in beans, chickpeas, and lentils, disaccharides found in milk products except hard cheese, and the excess of fructose, fruits that contain more fructose than glucose, and so on and on. And so this is called the Food Map Diet. In other words, it's all about the reduction of foods that are less digestible. And the foods become less digestible. The more stressed you are, the less your body is able to digest the food. So you have to step back and say, okay, I can't just jump in a burger as I'm running up and down the hall, trying to go to my next meeting. The body just can't function that way. And as a result, uh, we start feeling bad. And when we feel bad, what do we reach for? A sugar treat, because that'll make us feel good temporarily. And then we get into this, what I call the disrupted loop. So it's a step back, I'll learn to breathe. I just tell people breathe in Every day, fresh air. Stop being stressed out about whatever is going on because nothing is more important than your health. And, you know, don't wolf down your food. Don't treat your stomach like a dump. Uh, Eat food that is healthy, well-balanced, and make sure you chew your food and make sure you have a proper probiotic supplementation that will help with establishing new beneficial bacteria in the gut to help bring about that optimal balance that we look for so we can start doing better, digesting better, and have a better disposition mentally.
0: Will you share the importance for people with IBS to take probiotics and and what misconceptions do people have about probiotics?
1: Well, yeah, there's a lot of misconceptions. Unfortunately, most of the people selling probiotics don't formulate them or manufacture them. They're contract manufacturers and people think that beneficial bacteria are going to stay alive on we call shelf-stable. There's no such thing as shelf-stable probiotics. And then they throw in a myriad of organisms and nobody knows what's really in the product from pill to pill or you know bottle to bottle or carton to carton. It's very important that you understand that beneficial bacteria uh, will only help you if they're produced correctly, if they're stored correctly, if they're shipped correctly, and the entity or the company making the probiotics really specializes in the field and knows how to deliver these microorganisms so they can survive fermentation manufacturing storage shipping stomach acid and bile in order to do any good for you so these are the key factors that you have to consider and i always tell people my gosh You better learn about your operating system and know it better than you know the operating system of your iPhone.
0: Will you share some of the successes you've had that have helped improve people's lives after following your guidance toward digestive health? Yes,
1: I've had numerous young people uh, that would have to plot uh, bathroom availability within a 5 mile radius. In fact, I've had young people who have given up going outside of their home because it was so embarrassing. They would have 10 to 15 bowel movements a day. And they had lacked energy, they lacked the joy of life, and they just became more reclusive. And frankly, their bowel habits started controlling the enjoyment of their life. By helping them, I always tell them diet, exercise, and the proper probiotic supplementation will lead your body back into what we call optimal balance. And this will create an environment where you will start feeling better, thinking better, and enjoy more emotional health.
0: For healthcare providers listening to this, what are some ways they can be more effective at serving their patients who suffer from IBS?
1: Well, I think they have to, with very loving, kind, and what I call convinced statements, tell them that, look, IBS is just a catch-all phrase. That means indigestion. What, what it means, severe indigestion, and what they have to sit them down and say, there is no magic bullet. It's like when a system goes awry, you have to you know come back lovingly, introduce the right beneficial bacteria on a daily basis. Stop eating foods that will irritate the lining of the gut and cause more problems. And stop eating processed foods and simple sugars. And for God's sakes, meditate and breathe every day. Calm your brain because the stress from your brain will affect the microbes in your gut. And the microbes in your gut will then affect your brain. So the person counseling the patient should not tell them there is a magic pill that they can take. There is no pharmaceutical drug that will stop all these symptoms and really bring the body back into normal. It is your desire and your ability to stay on a right diet and exercise and change your habits and take the right beneficial bacteria That will bring you back to homeostasis or a good function of your GI tract. I'm cautioning and asking every practitioner who sees the patient to spend time counseling their patients that this needs work on their part in order to achieve success.
0: As you reflect on your life and see how profoundly you've impacted this world with your innovation, insight, and knowledge, what are some of your proudest accomplishments?
1: My proudest accomplishment is I've had literally thousands of people call me and tell me that I've saved their lives, that my console was so important that uh, they now have their life back. They now have their life back and they can achieve what they have set out to achieve. In fact, two people wrote books and become very active in the field, telling other people about their life-transforming events. There's even a young man who has YouTube's up about how he's been transformed by the things that he's learned from me? His name is Dane Johnson. And so, a number of people have really been able to take their lives back. And I feel proud of that because I think we're all made to do some good in this world. And if I can do good by changing and transforming people's lives in the thousands, that means that my work has been done right.
0: What were some of the most difficult experiences you had as you sought to serve others this way?
1: Well, I had a lot of opposition from the medical community. In fact, some of them thought I had lost my mind when I told them that there was a brain-gut connection to emotions and cognitive processes. They thought I had lost it. They, they thought that, you know, you can't change the composition of the microbiota. I had to fight my way and find those opinion leaders in the medical community, whether it was in gastroenterology, internal medicine, uh, doctors dealing with dermatology, doctors dealing with female issues, all of them were very set in their ways and they were used to treating their patients with pharmaceutical drugs and I had to spend a significant amount of time to convince them that, hey, now let's try a natural basis. I'm not opposed to using drugs, but they should be used judiciously and we should try to encourage the patient to change their ways and to really consider that their gut is not a dump and whatever symptom you're suffering from, bringing back up to optimal balance the gut will resolve issues.
0: How did you stay resilient as you came up against all of this resistance?
1: I think it was my passion to serve humanity and I somehow intuitively knew this is the way forward that we're gonna have a lot of challenges and unfortunately, we have more challenges now than ever. I work with a prominent colorectal surgeon at Cedar sinai Hospital here in Los Angeles and he unfortunately told me that the millennial population will experience a tenfold increase in colon cancer, probably because of their lifestyle. And that was just devastating to me and I said, oh, I can't really semi-retire or retire because I have a new generation to save.
0: Natasha, I always end the show with six questions to help my listeners understand the why within my phenomenal guests. Will you run through these six quick questions with me? Sure. Who are you thankful for today? I am
1: thankful for God's guidance who gave me the strength and the determination to do what I need to do. And for the people who have supported me, loved
0: me and giving me the opportunity to do what I know I must do. And now that we've covered who you're thankful for today, what are you thankful for today?
1: I'm thankful for the knowledge that I've gotten and the ability to use that knowledge to help others.
0: How do you fuel the fire within you?
1: I feel the fire in me. It's like a mission. You know, a person who's on a mission, and no matter how tired or how discouraged I am, that burning desire overwhelms my fears, my inability to move and pushes me forward to do what I know I must do.
0: What is one thing adversity taught you to value?
1: Adversity has taught me to value patience. Patience uh, is something that, you know, people talk about, but it's very difficult to be patient and to be mindful when you face a great deal of adversity and people trying to stop you with whatever means they have. So. Patience is something I'm very grateful for.
0: And what are you doing today you may have never thought you could?
1: Working uh, 10 hours a day at the age of 72. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what I thought. never thought I would do, and most people don't believe my age. I said, oh, you don't sound like you're in your 70s. And I said, it's all a matter of what you believe and what you're driven by. It doesn't matter if people don't remember me. I think they just need to remember what I taught them.
0: And what will you do tomorrow that you may have never thought you could?
1: Probably write another book. I've written three, and <laughs> I, didn't, I don't know where I'm going to squeeze it into my schedule, but I think I need to write another book because there's a tremendous amount of misinformation about these probiotic beneficial bacteria and what they really are meant to do because now uh, people with business objectives are trying to tell us that, oh, this One bacteria is going to change the symptom, so you have to take this bacteria for this symptom. So I have to have enough courage to stand up and say, no, this is wrong. You have to teach the holistic method.
0: Is there anything else you would like to share with Get Up Nation?
1: Yes, I would say our country is dominated by people following fat. Someone may say, oh, you know, you need to drink this. You're going to feel terrific. But we somehow lost the cultural ability to judge What it is that people are telling us, and we don't have the, uh, how shall I say, intellectual knowledge to question and say, well, what does this person know? What is their background? It doesn't have to be always something that you are book smart or that you've read all these articles. People who actually know about healthy cultures, people who know how people should change their lives, how they should change their diet so that they benefit from these changes and make their life better and more productive. I think we can sit here and disclose statistics and say how the incidence of irritable bowel syndrome is rising, how by 2030, we're going to have one in two children that are autistic, which is also connected to what's going on in the GI tract. Yet, no matter what we tell people, the ongoing conditions are worsening and becoming more chronic instead of improving. Talking about these chemicals and talking about the explosion also of mental problems such as Alzheimer's, dementia, Parkinson's, that are also growing in exponential numbers in our country. Right. And it's all connected to our diet. What was it, 30 years ago, colon cancer was unheard of. One thing that's very important, the rise of uh, drug-resistant bacteria, there are 19 globally now. And these bacteria are now resistant to every known antibiotic we have. In fact, I spoke to a wound specialist uh, last week, and he said, I would worry more about infections that are not curable anymore, even above the the threat of cancer. He said that death from these resistant bacteria will become the prominent concern of the citizens
0: globally. Natasha, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show to share your passion, your mission and to help contribute in a small way to your legacy of, of improving our world through my network. I'm so grateful for your time here. How can people learn more about you and your amazing work? Yes, they can go to a, a website called
1: com, and there's uh, hundreds of articles, interviews. They can learn. They can call the company learn about my specific probiotic supplementation, my recommendation for diets and exercise, which I've asked experts to help me provide, and to keep following me at Natasha Treniv, also at natashatreniv.com, and I will be there to help you whatever
0: you need help with. Thank you so much.
1: It was a pleasure. You are such an up person. I feel better already just speaking with you. Thank you so much. You have a joyous and wonderful day and a happy holiday season with your family.
0: You too. Thank you so much. Get Up Nation, where are you today? And what are you doing to value who you are? How are you investing in the miracle of being alive and aware of it? How do you tend to yourself? Discovering the intricacies of who you are and sharing your knowledge and insight with others so that they can navigate this world with more confidence, insight, and empathy. How are you banding together to create health? Friend, what are we moving toward together?